0: Hello and welcome to Accessible Theology. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Michael. And our goal is to make the study of God's word
1: accessible to our listeners so that we and you would better love God, know truth, and live accordingly. Hello, and welcome back to Accessible Theology. It's Michael and Aaron here again. And today, Aaron is going to explain to us one of the Ten Commandments. He does not know which one yet. That is only in my mind at this point. And I'm about to reveal to him what he will explain to us in this three-minute challenge. Aaron, I'm going to ask you to explain to me and to our audience the third commandment, which is, You shall not take the name of the Lord, your God, in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. So Aaron, you have three minutes to explain the meaning of this to our audience. All right. Well,
0: not taking the name of the Lord in vain, uh, I think, has some surface level understanding, but then also some deeper understanding. Um, And what I think We are being commanded here is that we should not use God's name flippantly. Uh, And so whether that be uh, as some of the examples in uh, the New Testament of um, when Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees of of swearing by the temple or swearing by the, the gold in the altar on the temple, um, all of that is taking place within God's world, uh, and so we are commanded in those situations to uh, to not use the name of God uh, in order to make what we're saying uh, m- mean more. Uh, so, taking the name of of God in vain is something that uh, is is using it irreverently. It's using it, um, you know, for our own ends instead of to the end of worshiping and glorifying God. And then I think, secondly, a little bit deeper than than some of those surface level things um, would be how in the New Testament we are commanded to pray in the name of Jesus. Um, and I think we can tend towards taking God's name in vain by doing that wrongly. And so if we are praying for things that are possibly outside of God's will, uh, which would be not for our sanctification, not for our good, not for our building up, um, and seeking to try to get things by saying, well, I'm going to pray this in Jesus' name, and God will have to give it to me. I I think that is also a way of taking uh, the name of the Lord in vain, uh, because we are using it to our own ends, instead of to the ends of glorifying and worshiping God. So uh, that's where I'll stop, and we can have some further conversation on that.
1: Okay, thank you, Aaron. So let me ask a real quick question, and then I have some other deeper ones to get into, but see if you agree with me on this. I, I would suggest that even using names like if you say gosh or the names that people make up to get around (laughs) or have, you know, nicknames, so to speak, that that is actually breaking the spirit of this commandment too. Would you agree?
0: I I guess I would say I don't disagree, but I, I guess I've not thought through it. You know, maybe I have because I don't, I mean,
1: because I hear a lot of Christians yeah. saying, like, for example, yeah. gosh, darn, yeah. is what they'll try to say. Yeah. And w- the implication of that is God damn this thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And this commandment is saying, when it says not taken in vain, it has to do with not taking it lightly. Yeah. In other words, we can't disconnect God's name from his power presence and person, yeah. right? Yeah, so, I, so I, th- I think that is
0: probably accurate to say. And I, I would say for the most part, I I try to stick to that as well. But it's not something that I'm like... I, I, I came to that conclusion out of conviction. Right. It was, right. Yeah. Just something I guess I avoided. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I would, I would agree. Yeah. I think the reason I say that is uh, I'm, I believe we ought to be very careful with thinking of God's name because we talked about this in other episodes, but God's name is God's reputation. Right. And yeah. so, invoking that or even playing fast and loose with it in mm-hmm. any way doesn't show the reverence and all we ought to have mm-hmm. at God's name. So I would just I would yeah, push back against people thinking that just changing some yeah. the syllables around so that somehow gets around this. Yeah. What do you think? Um so very common thing people do, for example, is saying, God bless you when someone sneezes, and we think or or like the simple ways in our culture that we have mm-hmm. where we take God's name and talk about blessing. Mm-hmm. Could that be taking his name lightly or in vain? How would you yeah, think of that?
0: I, I think I mean, yes, it can be. I I don't know if I would want to have a blanket statement to say that every time it happens, it is. Um, But I do think that it's possible that it could be. So I I think even maybe considering uh, the way in which that phrase came to be Mm -hmm. um, was, I think it started as the phrase, uh, in my Latin class in high school, she taught us to say, di which means may the gods bless you. Mm-hmm. And so sneezing was seen as, I don't know, some sort of spirit leaving you or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if we, if we think of it in that way, then I think we're getting closer to saying, yes, it is taking the name of God in vain because mm-hmm. we are, I don't know, bringing in cultic practices, we're bringing in um, paganism, whatever it may be. Um, is that what people mean when they say it today? not necessarily but i'm also not going to be quick to say that that absolves us from thinking through that issue
1: yeah ignorance doesn't excuse the guilt of using god's name in a perfunctory or non-honoring manner so i I think that we want to be careful like so we don't want to come down with the full force of um condemnation on that Mm -hmm. but i think that we as christians ought to expect of one another a deep reverence mm-hmm. for the for the mm-hmm. name of Yahweh and for the name of Christ. Yeah. And to begin using those terms glibly or perfunctorily or, or any of those manners is uh, breaking the spirit of, of this, right. this commandment. Would so, so
0: I guess let me even just ask further on that and maybe think through out loud with you. Mm-hmm. Like if we are taking taking sneezing out of it, um, if, if, you know, we're walking down the street and say, God bless you to someone, is mm-hmm. that, do you, do you think that's the same, the same situation or is there some sort of difference there? I wouldn't do it if I'm not sure the
1: person's a Christian. Okay. Yeah. Because so, so you're
0: invoking God's name as, a means of blessing to believers.
1: Yeah, because Paul ends his letters with grace and peace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, the fi- so I think that as Christians we ought to use such phrases because yeah. we do have the favor and blessing of God mm-hmm. uh, and we can expect that as the church we can say those things to one another in confidence. Sure. But to I think it actually is misusing and making light of the name of God to invoke it in a blessing way on on those who are not receiving the favor of God. So I would be uh, I would push back against. Okay. Uh, I would more. I don't want to make generic what is special. Sure, sure. Uh, and so I think that that's what is, is is carried on here. So you briefly mentioned, Aaron, the idea of taking an oath. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me turn to James and think through this with you. I want to think through oaths because people have different opinions here, and I'd love to hear you tease it out. Yeah, so, um, I'd love to tease it out a bit. Yeah. yeah. So in the book of James, uh, he... He uses the thought of, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak. Mm-hmm. And then later in, um, he tells us about the danger of the ton and need to control the ton. And I believe it's in four is where he gets into, you know, not uh, saying we're going to go into such and such a town. such mm-hmm. such as a mm-hmm. day, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know the future and, and such. And he says all such boasting is evil. Yep. Uh, so for whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him it is sin, which I think we want to think carefully about regarding God's name. Or we, what do we talk mm-hmm. about, right? Mm-hmm. If, if we know it's a sin to use God's name in vain, we have to be very careful anytime we're invoking right. his name. Yeah. Um, but then in James 5, I'm trying to find the exact text here. Sorry, give me one. Here it is. He says in verse 12, But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth, or by any other oath, but let your yes be us and your no be no, mm-hmm. so they may not fall under condemnation. Yeah, now he seems to be picking up on Ecclesiastes where we're told if you, you know be slow to make a vow to God, mm-hmm. um, and, and all that, but yet yeah, it's not explicitly saying never do it at the yeah. same time. Yeah, what is a good time for a Christian to invoke the name of God and making a vow and in praying?
0: Yeah, well, I. That's a good question. And I don't, I don't think that we can make the outright claim to say it is always wrong to invoke the name of God in Mm -hmm. an oath because God himself does it. Uh, In in the book of Isaiah, he's, he's speaking and he's saying, you know, I have no other name by which to swear by that is higher. So Mm -hmm. I will swear by my own name, uh, which he's, he's, you know, invoking you know covenantal language and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think we want to go as far to say that no matter when it happens it's sinful because then we're charging God with sin. So we need to be careful there. But for us as as believers, you know, we need to we need to take these verses seriously and we need to think through them. The tradition in which I grew up uh, based on this verse and some some of the other verses in Matthew's uh, gospel outright um, said any oath taking is sin, and it didn't matter if you were invoking the name of God or not, you are just simply to say yes or no because of what you read in James. Uh, so I think we we definitely need to be careful if we are ever going to invoke the name of God uh, in taking an oath. Um, I, I mean, I don't do it as a normal practice I, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to say I've never done it, but I don't think it's something that we should make the common practice of, yeah. if we ever do it, uh, because we definitely need to take seriously um, what we are commanded not to do in the third commandment.
1: But, so let me think of that. Uh, just that right, you said you might do it in some circumstances. Both of us did it at our weddings. Yeah. Before God, before man, we made right. an oath that we'll keep our vow yeah. to our wives. Right. So there, I think that there that shows there is a time, but there should be a sacredness. Yeah, to uh, when that absolutely, happens. or and, when we take communion. Yeah, we're invoking the name of Jesus, and we can be judged if we do it in an unworthy manner. Yeah, right.
0: exactly. And and so I think I think how I'm thinking about it is in situations that are outside of those things, um, it's probably rare, if ever, yeah. that. It should take place because...
1: So don't go to the car salesman, shake his hand and say, right. I swear to God yeah. that I'm yeah. going to pay this off, right? That yeah. might, right. That might, you know, be a little much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that That's a situation where I think our yes should be yes and our no should be no. We, we want to be truthful people. God himself is truthful uh-huh. and we want to reflect God and we can honor his name by being truthful and allowing our yes to be yes and our no to be no mm-hmm. without invoking his name, saying, by by the name of God, I'm going to do this. Uh, yeah, so I don't think we need to do that.
1: Yeah, let me give an example of one of the extremes that we do see. So if you read your Old Testament Bibles and you have m- m- the common English translation will have LORD in kind of small, all mm-hmm. caps, right? Yeah. And that's pointing out that that word was actually what we, we would say is Yahweh. Right. Um. And the Jewish people that were transcribing the Bible so wanted to honor calls like this to honor God's name and not misuse it that they actually wouldn't write it; they would change it over to what is Adonai or mm-hmm. Lord, mm-hmm. So to, to not take it in vain. Right. I actually think that that is not something we should <laughs> emulate. Right. I want to see I Yahweh. Agree. I yeah. regularly read if I'm reading a text like this that, that you want to read Yahweh because that's His name and He's given it to us to be used yeah. in a way that is glorifying to Him. So when He gives us His name, I think that shows that there is a time and a place that we can and should Mm -hmm. use His name, but we use it in a way that is honoring, that is glorifying, that demonstrates that we understand the weightiness of that name. So we don't want to be, I think, like the the Jewish people who did Mm -hmm. that wrongly Mm -hmm. maybe and did not, and and maybe went too far with this command. But we also, I think, in our culture, are not in danger of going the way of the Jewish people. Yeah. we're probable, it, probably we're a product dead, of our so. culture, yeah. and like you know, I work. I was just talking with a non-believer the other day, and they were apologizing to me for how much they take Christ's name in vain, and they're like, "I'm I'm sorry to do this in your sight." And I I told them. It's not me you need to apologize to and mm-hmm. you will answer to christ for every careless word you speak i want yeah. to be very clear with them yep. because we will answer for our words and we ought to honor god with them yeah so one last uh quick question on that aaron mm-hmm. when jesus says that we'll give an account for every careless word we speak how would you connect that with this uh command um and think through it in the new covenant
0: so if yeah if we're
1: using god's name flippantly yeah um then, How is the Christian judged? What does that mean in the end? Does it mean condemnation? What does that look like for a Christian to be judged for every careless word they speak? How would you answer that? Yeah.
0: Well, I guess there's the temporal now where we're going to, I mean, be held accountable and in front of our peers and whatnot, but also mm-hmm. then held accountable at the judgment seat of Christ. Yeah. And, and so, I, I don't know, is, is it right to think about it in saying, if if there's an easy way to not add sin to our account Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we shouldn't yeah um and this this seems like a pretty low bar like like pretty easy not to do yeah and so just watch your tongue which well james 3 says it's easy but it's also
1: impossible without god's grace
0: right so we we rely on the help that god gives us um to do even this, which seems easy, and it may not be easy for you. I I don't I mean, I'm not gonna say that it's completely avoidable for every single person. Um, But if you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, it's avoidable, and we should avoid it. And uh, instead of adding to our account, the things that we will have to stand uh, and give a reckoning for, um, we should just stop
1: and not do it. Yeah. Yeah, don't sin <laughs> is, a, is a, good way to, a good way to put that. And yeah. to what a, what a hope it is to know for those of you who might feel the weight of that to know that you do use God's name in vain is that the eternal word <clears throat> took on flesh so that you would not be finally judged for your words right. and that we, our hope is that uh, Christ has conquered sin and death, and that he speaks a better word than the blood of Abel for us. Uh, so we find hope in the gospel. But because of that, we are transformed to love the name of God and to honor it in every way we possibly can in this life. So take that with you as you think about honoring the 10th commandments. is not just the negative do not, but that you should think of the, the good, the true, and the beautiful of who God is mm-hmm. and speak that. Proclaim excellent things of God that you know are true. Speak of his attributes and praise him as is befitting his name. Ascribe to him the honor he is due with your life Mm -hmm. and and your words. So as we call you to every time, take these thoughts with you and love God, know truth, live accordingly.
0: Before you go, we've got an exciting announcement for you. Uh, Starting in the month of April, we're going to change our upload schedule. Uh, So, Tuesdays are going to be what we've been doing, the three minute sections. But then Thursdays are going to be textual Thursdays. And Michael is going to tell you more about that.
1: Yeah, so moving forward on Thursdays, we're going to begin working through books of the Bible and showing how God's Word is accessible. And to begin, we're going to start a series through the Minor Prophets called The Minor Prophets Major Message and show how they point to Christ and are fulfilled in Him. We look forward to that, and we will see you in April.